Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Bro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Let's start this off the right way. You are listening to and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao checking in and things off. Um, you know, we, we got to say rest in power to the young king, Chadwick Boseman, uh, passed away over the weekend. And um, I, I don't know if Chadwick Boseman was ever a wrestling fan or if he made his presence felt at wrestling events, but... Uh, the wrestling world did feel yung, uh, yung gravity of Black Panther. Uh, we saw it in Cedric Alexander's gear when he came out in WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. When he won the Cruiserweight Championship, he was in Black Panther gear. Uh, just, you know, um, on Raw, when the Hurt Business posed, sorry, payback pala, when, the, um, when uh, Bobby Lashley won yung US title, he, MVP, and Shelton did the Wakanda Forever pose. So it, it says a lot. Uh, but you see Apollo Cruz, yeah, that's right. When he made his yeah. entrance, so you know, MVP when even the heels are doing it. Yeah, yeah he even said, MVP had Black Panther gear, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, 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 from before. When, yeah, during, right. In the one of his earlier appear, yeah, in one of his earlier appearances um, in this iteration yeah. of his WWE career, he was in a he was in the Black Panther gear. No, it was like earlier this year, and can't believe that that was this earlier this year. It felt like a lifetime ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and drawing here, yeah, and I'm yeah, that. COVID, man, <laughs> all the way back to January. <laughs> just been a very weird year, very sad year. Um, you know, no, none of us really knew about yung uh, sakit ni Chadwick Boseman. But if there's anybody from the wrestling community who took part in in clowning him when that picture of him uh, looking very emaciated surfaced on the internet, then you know, I I hope na uh, natauhan tayo that we all learned something from that uh, from that incident. Um, other than that, it's a big loss in the entertainment industry, in the entertainment world, you know, for sure. Um, we were all looking forward to more films from that particular franchise, diba. So, ikaw, Ro, as a, as a fan of Black Panther mismo, um, how, how big is this celebrity loss? It's huge, because you literally had, like, Chino wouldn't appreciate it, but you literally had black kids looking up to Chadwick Boseman because finally they had a hero that looked just like them. And it, uh, his, his portrayal of uh, T'Challa proved that 
they can grow up to be just like this, to be like, to be this positive force uh, in the world and be a black person, right? So it's a huge loss. And whoever is taking up uh, or, or is filling in the shoes, whether as the next Chala or the next Black Panther, whoever you may be, uh, there is a lot, some pretty big shoes to fill there. But no matter who you are, uh, you can have that same positive impact uh, on an entire demographic the same way Chadwick did. I like how you had to throw me under the bus before you your opinion. <laughs> I, I didn't like crazy rich Asians either. Does that make it's me what we do. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> In before all the tweets, ah, Chino is not for representation at all. Chino is yeah. <laughs> No, I'm only after quality, guys. You should know me by now. I am only after. No, 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 no. I saw it. I saw it uh, over the weekend after he died, and uh, it does hold up. Um, it does hold up, especially after a couple of rewatches. So uh, go watch it again. Uh, it's not on Netflix anymore, sadly. I think they pulled uh, a lot of the Marvel movies from Netflix. They pulled so. most of them. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Disney Plus. We had to go gorilla for for Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, but so be creative. Be creative if you want to catch Black Panther or any other film that's not readily available on your Netflix, Amazon Prime, or whatever streaming service you're actually subscribed to. Right? Yeah, I just want to say that despite me not liking Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman's career is pretty storied because in a short time where he garnered acclaim, he took on every single famous black person he can. Oh my. <laughs> He was Jackie Robinson. He was James Brown. He was the first black superhero in a Marvel movie. He was Thurgood Marshall. He was yeah. Thurgood Marshall. It was just it was just representation to the nth level. So that alone it speaks volumes to and he plus he was preparing for a superhero role, a Marvel movie where you had to do stunts and stuff. Uh while doing chemo. So that alone is still just it's it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, uh, that's actually pretty intense because uh, chemo leaves you pretty weak. Yeah, it, it, able it, it, to it, get it, that kind of shape. No, it's 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 so crazy that uh, you, you become very uh, you become very emaciated oh. after going through several rounds of chemotherapy, and the fact that he did that uh, while also training to be in a Marvel movie—it just the level of work and dedication that you have to put in. Grabe, saludo. Blade was the first black lead uh, in Wesley Snipes, but it wasn't, you know, under the traditional Marvel umbrella. Yeah. Uh, well, MCU only, so. Hey, you, if you're gonna count Blade, you might as well count uh, X Men and, and Storm, the Storm, yeah. We're not we're 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 considering that, but in the realm of Marvel and the Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe. I think major representation because like he's a leader of an of an entire African nation, so that's that's something Blade and Storm never were, right? So he's like on the top of the marquee. Yeah, di lang yun. Even the character himself, like um, there were a lot of comparisons between T'Challa and Bruce Wayne uh, when Black Panther came out because pareho silang hindi talaga super powered, pero uh, T'Challa didn't have the baggage. That Bruce Wayne did, but I'm very wholesome. See T'Challa, at least in the cinematic portrayal, right? So, uh, um, for a lot of black kids, as you mentioned, Ro, you know, um, it uh, that character, that film, that franchise really gave them someone to aspire to be. 
and uh, you, you could really feel it on social media, just the, the gravity, the weight of this loss. So um, we are one with everybody who's uh, really, really uh, sad, just really grieving over this uh, celebrity death. So uh, F you 2020 and rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. All right. Um, it's kind of hard to segue off of that, but we have to because we have an entire show that we got to talk about. From previewing All Out this weekend to um, the big uh, the big shows in WWE from Payback to NXT Super Tuesday to Raw. Uh, but before that, we're actually going to turn the podcast into something like a radio show. Radio we're show. We're going to take in a caller. We're going to take in a caller. So, babyface producer Nikai, let's bring in a caller. Um, she's one of our regular listeners on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And before the podcast even began, she was already a listener of mine on the radio because... Napansin that I was a wrestling fan, marking out over Zack Ryder on the radio. Uh, she's become a friend since, and she is here to talk about her experience inside WWE Thunderdome. So let's bring in Abby. Um, she's calling into the podcast this week, and I think she wants to really stick to the radio vibe by not putting herself on cam. So How's it going, Abby? Hi. Hi, Abby. Hello. Thanks for joining us tonight. Kapag nag-wave pa rin ako kahit hindi ako nakakita. Hindi <laughs> buksan mo na yung camera mo. Buksan mo na. Yes, turn on your camera. Tayo-tayo lang. And uh, however many people are tuned in sa Facebook and Kumu. Malakas na tayo sa Kumu, so wag na lang. <laughs> Meron meron tayong nine viewers. Okay lang yan. Okay lang yan. Intimate tayo. Very intimate. Okay. Um... Abby, let's start off with uh, no, with um, how you got into Thunderdome in the first place. So, like for someone like us here in the Philippines, is it hard getting a slot or getting a link to get inside the Thunderdome? I did know it was hard because the first time I tried it was for SummerSlam and I got in. Okay. And by got in, meaning nakaregister ako, because iba pa yung registration than sa actual that you're gonna be in. Oh, oh okay. So what what uh, what is registration entail? Uh, I think see, see, I get my link from the Twitter page. Actually, tonight we will do SmackDown. Registration for SmackDown will be tonight. Mga 11-ish siguro ng gabi. Based on history. 11 p.m. Manila time. Tapos, uh, there's, a, there's a link there that you have to click. And then, same thing. First name, last name, email address. And then... If you are able to get in, sasabihin nila na uh, we'll send you an email and then sa email mo na yon, nandun yung call time mo for the actual show. Okay. The first time I did that was for SummerSlam, I got in first try. So parang, oh, wow, madali lang pala to. But for SummerSlam, pag nakaget in ka na sa registration, in a minute, uh, under a minute, they're gonna send you an email. Yun nga, we're where uh, they're gonna say what your call time is. My call time was 4.30 a.m. Manila time, Monday. No. Naalala ko from last week, you guys were discussing kapag ka pre-tape pre- kaya siya, or kaso lang, paano yung spoilers. Nagtataka din ako, kasi pag 4.30 siya, and then uh, pre-show is 6.00, Anong gagawin from 4.30 to 6? <laughs> right, so you never got to find out. <laughs> I didn't. And then, uh, also, I wasn't feeling well, so I'd rather sleep. Than... Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then when I woke up at 6, 
uh, I got, I, I, I checked my email. Ayun nga, pinadala kasi nila yung email mga OnePlus ng umaga. That's when I found out I had an updated time, which was 5.30. So, pwede sana. Pero <laughs> hindi ko na na-try kasi 6 o'clock na. Tinry ko so, pa rin actually. Kinlik ko yung link. Tapos nakasudat niya Thunderdome is full na. Yeah, okay, Abby. So, question. I also tried signing on. Pero um, unlike yourself, hindi ako umaabot dun sa, dun sa deadline. Like, I always get to the, yun nga yung sinabi mong first name, last name, email. But then I get led to the, uh, sorry, slots are full page. Right? Yes. So, gano'ng yes. kabilis na ubos yung slots? Like, does it happen in a matter of minutes? Or... Kaya hindi ko rin siya, hindi ko rin siya masagot kasi the first time I did it, I got in agad. So, parang, oh, so in like three minutes, pwede pa. So, why not? It's not bad. Diba? The thing is, the more... Sorry. Sorry, uh, the thing is, uh, no, nag-try na sila for Raw and for SmackDown. Lahat naman ng time na for registration, tinatry ko, regardless if I wanna watch or not. Kasi nga, the feeling of being able to get in, yung hindi siya full, you get a thrill from that. Iba pa yung actual watching, ha? just getting a slot, you get a thrill already. So lahat ng uh, registrations, tinatryan mo naman. <laughs> I didn't get in for Raw, I didn't get in for SmackDown. Pero nababasa ko kasi sa, sa comments page sa baba na minsan, nag-a-announce sila sa Twitter, late na, one hour na pala open yung registration. So ngayon, ang tanong ko, paano nalaman ng mga tao? But Baka I think some people job. were saying, some people were saying, I think you have to open your notification sa app na hindi ko ginagawa. So tonight, I had it, I have it open for tonight. I'm gonna see if May nag-notify nga siya. Alright, so for which event were you able to get inside the Thunderdome? And then, and then it, mga three days before the show kasi yun eh. Three to four days before the show, yung registration. And then, I think it was a Friday or it was a Thursday, 11-ish din ng gabi. Nakita ko yung link for payback. And then, I was on a video call with my brother. Sabi ko, ay, registration for Thunderdome. Siyempre, ayaw niya. Pero habang nagkiklik ako, nag-click din siya. When I tried to uh, register, sabi niya sa akin, full na. Two seconds later, he told me, oh, nakapasok ako. Huh? <laughs> so now, I don't know what full means anymore. Kasi nauna ako sa kanya, eh, by two to three seconds. Bakit siya nakapasok? Ako hindi. Ang weird nun, man. Like, hindi mo matiming yan talaga kung ano yung exact window nila for, for sign-ups. Diba? Then, at that time, since meron siya, sabi ko, sige, sayo na lang. If ever first time namin yun sa mga magkakapatid. Sayo na lang, total. He lives in the States, tapos faster yung internet niya doon. Totoong gising siya. At that time, wala pang NBA. So, may plano pa siyang manood sana. Kaso nung Sunday, na nag-resume na yata yung NBA for the next day, hiningi ko na yung link. Pinigay naman niya. <laughs> so, that's what I used for payback. 7.30 a.m. na ang call time. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, so that was during the main show na? 7.30 a.m., right? Yes, yes. 7.30, yes. Main show na. So how is it like? Um, do you get a link to a stream and then nagbabroadcast? Uh, then um, it has access to your camera and your microphone? Or are you supposed to be watching on the network and then that, that link is only for yung, yung, yung pag-stream ng mukha mo and ng reactions mo? Can you, can you take us through it? 
the link they will give you a link the thing is it's an it's a matter of patience na naman so pasensyahan na nga to register pasensyahan pa rin to get in kasi hindi uh, pala sir 7.30 siya I remember 7.45 tapos nung nag uh, I, I used my laptop for this so sakto nung nagpalit yung clock from 7.44 to 7.45 I clicked on the link that they sent in the confirmation email with a uh, yung confirmation email ng 1 a.m. 1 o plus a.m. And then yung link, nakasulat doon, you can only click this link once. So I was very careful about clicking, clicking on it. And din nga, pag 7.44, 7.45, sakto, nag-click ako ng link. And then ang sabi, full na nga daw. How can it be full when I just clicked on it at the exact call time you told me to click on it? Baka sabay-sabay kayo lahat. Yeah, sabay-sabay kayo lahat. And then it's like, ah, oh well. So, siguro, a couple of minutes later, just for fun, kinlik ko siya ulit. And then I got a window that's saying, um, they're checking for slots yata. Parang, kumbaga, nakapila na ako, parang ganun. Oh! Kasi kanina, in one second, sinabi full na eh. Ngayon, ang tagal na ng screen na sinasabing nakapila. Kaso lang, I think 20 minutes na akong nakapila, wala pa rin nangyayari. During that time, um, I was already checking. Yep. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. The the link itself is it like a stream to uh, a stream of payback or is it like you get taken to a page on the WWE network? Um. What What is the interface uh, no, look it, like? Yes. Uh. It's a link that will get you. Ganan. Actually, hindi ko alam na unang ano nangyari. Pero may pop up siyang lalabas. Tapos may button don na. Well, nakasulat mo na na yung ayer gana. You're being nakapila ka. Tapos ang goal pala is to keep refreshing the page. Kahit na sinabi nila, you can click on the link just once. You should keep on refreshing it up until you see the enter button. If you see the enter button, dun ka pala nakapasok. And then when you play, uh, press the enter button, yun, you're gonna be asked for your name. Tapos access to your mic and to your camera. Okay. And then when you say yes to all of that, yun. Nakasudat na doon na parang uh, broadcast. The streaming will start soon or something. So eventually, magkakaroon na siya ng video. So it's okay. not the network. It's not... It's its its own page din siya. It's its own link. Question. Uh, yung nakita niyo, napanood niyo stream, was it a video of the actual broadcast ng pay-per-view or was it like a special camera angle for you guys? I was hoping it was a different camera angle, but it felt like you were watching from the network. Ah, okay, okay. Tapos, were you encouraged to like make noise? Uh, ako encouraged kayo to clap and you know, thumbs up. Pero ang nababasa, you... ang nababasa so, ko kasi for SummerSlam, there's a voiceover that tells you what to do, as in who to cheer for. Pero hindi naman ganon yun nangyari. Although yes, by voiceover, and then um, they will go, or we're gonna go back in five, four, three, two, one. Para siyang yung mga noon time show. May ganon. And floor then director, after floor director siya. Parang ganon. Tapos yeah. pag after after the commercial, yung yung parang since welcome back again, you're encouraged to clap. Para talaga siyang ganon. Para siyang noon time show. However, <laughs> uh, kasi for Summer Slam, I read tweets saying that. The voiceover is telling you who to boo and who to cheer for. Yeah. Hindi naman ganon yung nangyari ng time ko. Kasi may ganon, pero the, the, the line goes, nung, when I got in, ano na eh, Sasha Banks, yung tag team na ng girls, saka okay. getting into Randy, 
tsaka Randy Orton Keith Lee. Hey there! Alex Calier here. Bakit ako nandito? Kasi gusto kong ipalam sa'yo na may podcast din ako. It's called Punchline with Alex Calieja. I talk about everything. Serious, happy, sad, pero sa dulo, may punchline or may comedy. Again, it's Punchline with Alex Calieja. Available on Spotify o kung saan ka man kumukuha o naikinig ng podcast. Namumukhaan kita, ilist ako pangalan mo, kaya see you there. Okay, okay. So, naabutan ko yung entrance nila Orton. I remember uh, being told, oh, so how do you feel about Randy Orton? Parang ganun. O, oh, since ganun yung pagkakasabi niya, hindi niya sinasabi na cheer or boo for Randy. Ang sinasabi niya is, how do you feel for Randy? Eh, didn't wow. cheer ako. That's some possible <laughs> deniability shit. <laughs> I don't I don't know though if this is an improvement sorry, sorry, sorry. from last week. Kasi hindi ko alam, nga, I was just reading stuff from SummerSlam. So hindi ko alam kung dahil pag disaster yata yung SummerSlam, they improved on it this time. No, I don't think it was a disaster kasi uh, mas legit yung yung sound ng audience sa SummerSlam. But uh, do you think ba that uh, your audio was the one we heard on the broadcast? I don't know. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> Yun nga eh, di ba? I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out kasi kung anin, kung anin siya talaga. If it's galing sa inyo, or galing talaga sa fake uh, I, I don't think I, I think it's baked in I think it's fake uh, bed yeah. it's ambient noise uh, yeah. the interesting term they use is ambient noise kasi parang hindi siya echoey eh. like what they're doing yeah, right yeah. now diba? if you're going to be watching on your computer you'd be watching it inside a room of some sort na malamang hindi soundproof diba? so it's gonna be echoey as hell and, and, and feedback and all that. It feels like a big thing. It's edited. Anyway, Abby, my question for you is once you are inside the Thunderdome, you know, it's LED, right? Were there certain restrictions that you couldn't do when they were broadcasting you? Like, you can't die with the camera, you can't die with CR, you know? That's right. It's a good thing, right? I'm going to say that. I follow, I don't know. I follow rules. I mean, kasi nga, sayang naman. Ang hirap nga makapasok. Girl, so dahil nasa loob ka na, ayaw mo namang, ayaw mo namang maalis. Ang hirap kang pumasok, di ba? So, I just tried to follow what they said. Doon sa mga, yung mga nakasulat sa guidelines okay. niya when you're in already. The thing is, ako mismo nalalabuan ako sa camera ko. So, ginalo ko yung laptop ko. <laughs> okay. Ayun, gumalaw yung LAN na wala yung internet. Oof. Oh, so you stay for the whole show. Yeah, I didn't. Ah, uh, hindi ko pa natatapos yung kina Orton na wala na. Oh, saya. I was actually so, going to ask about that. I was going to ask if kaya ba ng internet natin sa Pinas yung oh, experience. Uh, yes, no part kasi the time you were there. When I got in, Sasha, in tag team nga. Um napapangitan ako. Ang pangit talaga niya. As in pixelated siya. Tapos sabi ko, is it my internet or is it the stream or is it the Philippines internet? Pero nung nag-commercial yung laban nila, luminaw siya. Tapos tsaka siya nag-stabilize. So by the time na nag-Orton, Keithley na, maayos-ayos naman siya. Hindi ko lang maayos na panood yung ending nung uh, the women's tag team match because, yun nga, pixelated siya, blurred siya, lagi siya. Okay. Pero okay. eventually, na- naayos siya. Eh. So I think kaya naman. Kaya naman. Yun din yung worry ko ng start. But uh, I got to watch 
sila the Orton's match the Orton match decently okay Alright. Yun nga uh, lang, G- pag nawala ka, totoo naman yung click the link once. You cannot go back anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. 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 So kung na-ex ma accidentally, you're done. You're out. <laughs> yes. Or na, na wala ka na internet. Uh, Ro, okay. uh, Chino, any other questions for Abby? Uh, no, wala. They've answered the question. She answered yeah, the question. She answered the questions. Yeah. Kaya naman pala na internet uh, natin. As long as converge ka, mga ganun. <laughs> Cyber. The lag is sobrang konti lang ng lag. Advance siya ng sobrang konti sa network. Sobrang konti lang. Like a minute? Ganun. So okay. hindi siya spoiler, okay. spoiler. Oh, hindi siya super spoiler. Kasi kung advance naman ng one minute, like kunwari, yeah. oh, champion na si ganyan. Uh, it'll just be another minute until everyone else catches up to that. So no use, yes. you know, being a party pooper on Reddit or wherever. All right. Yes. Thanks, Abby, for the very comprehensive uh, walkthrough of the Thunderdome experience. Really appreciate it. It's not uh, It's not something you're gonna miss. Like if you're not ever, you're not gonna miss out on it. But if you're there, okay. it's fun because you're there. Okay. Okay. So I will keep. I will keep trying it till I can, <laughs> just for uh, fun. Okay. How, where can people go in order to try for the Thunderdome? Ano yung link? Ano I don't know the link. WWEThunderdome.com Pero si Twitter okay. kasi meron niya. That, 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 that Twitter post itself, ano na yung link? You just have to click uh, on it. Instagram, alam ko sa Instagram, doon ko siya nakita eh. I've never seen it ah, <laughs> myself. I'm always on Twitter kasi. So by default, nandun ako. Maya't maya. Eventually, makikita ko din siya agad. The thing okay. is, sometimes they post it on Twitter late. Kaya, by then, close na yung Thunder to. Yung registration. Pero pwede ka naman mag-abangers. I know some people... I'm sorry? Pwede ka mag-abangers. Ah, yes, yes. Dapat tonight, 11 plus PM, Manila okay. time. Okay, okay. First, okay. Ma- first Smackdown on Saturday. Alright, at least yeah. Saturday, di ba? So walang pasok. Or, you know, walang yes. work from home or whatever. So good luck, yeah, Abby. I hope you get in for SmackDown. There you have it. That's the um, that's the Philippine walkthrough of the WWE Thunderdome experience. Thanks for calling in, Abby. And I, I hope that this sets a nice little, little precedent, uh, precedent for our listeners and our viewers on um, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. If you have any stories you want to share, maybe you can open the floodgates little by little. So thanks, Abby. Have a good one. Good luck on Saturday. I'm not sure All if right. he's still there. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. so there you go. That is the uh, that's the walkthrough of Thunderdome. So if uh, if you wanna figure out your own experience, just check out www.thunderdome.com. All right, um, we have a lot to talk about based on what happened in wrestling this week, and we all we have to start with uh, with Roman Reigns pulling a Seth Rollins. And winning the Universal Championship. So, okay, hindi naman siya exactly a Seth Rollins, but you know what I mean. Uh, he entered himself into the match at the very last minute, and then he came away the winner. And the biggest question here is, why is he now a, why is he now a Paul Heyman guy? Uh, why is Bray Wyatt suddenly a babyface now? And how does this all work out? Because all of these events happened over the course of one week. So it's so yeah. much to take in without a whole lot of time to really flesh out your mga motivations, your story, and whatever. So um, where do you guys want to start in unpacking this? I will I say, I will, sorry, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. real quick. 
um, this uh, has made me more interested for SmackDown. Like the entire, they they succeeded in creating intrigue for Roman Reigns and for SmackDown. So uh, we don't know the answers right now. We don't know why uh, Roman is a Paul Heyman guy because they decided to uh, go for the house moon or the the what's moon before the house and the whys. And uh, we'll find out why that is uh, this Saturday on SmackDown. Okay, so according to my pre-show research, uh, aka watching YouTube videos, uh, <laughs> the plan to turn Roman heel has been around even before WrestleMania. You remember that Roman Reigns bowed out of WrestleMania because of COVID reasons, right? But had mm-hmm. he pushed through and got up against Bill Goldberg, uh, we would have seen a heel turn from Roman Reigns because he would have left that match with a chip on his shoulder. Apparently, he expected more from Goldberg, but Goldberg wasn't able to deliver. Apparently, angle that they got right So now that he's back as a heel, I guess they just doubled down on his heelness, his turning, because of the fact that Vince really realized now more than ever that he was booking Roman Reigns wrong. I don't know what made him realize that, but according to reports... That is what brought about this random sort of uh, heel turn. Yeah, middle random, shay. But then again, it does make sense since we've seen many wrestlers over the years come back after a long hiatus as a in a different alignment, diba? Like when Sasha Banks took that hiatus after WrestleMania 35, she came back, boom, heel nasha. Uh, but with Roman Reigns, um. I think I want to know first why he's now a Paul Heyman guy when he had such a long rivalry with Brock Lesnar. And we're going to get to Brock Lesnar being a free agent in a bit. But um, the question for me. Eh. And I, I, I kind of wanted them to at least get into it. But nga, obviously, hindi kaya because Paul Heyman was only revealed at the end of SmackDown. And then two days later, payback. Na. Uh, we haven't even mentioned Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross who are ancillary parts of this storyline. And now they're fighting over a piece of hair. <laughs> Which is probably the weird, uh, uh, one step weirder pa for Alexa Bliss, considering she's already become the woman in the fridge. Yeah, uh, obviously they're gonna they're gonna tie this into Bray Wyatt, and they already did. Uh, they they tied it into Bray Wyatt, uh, which is gonna be weird because Bray Wyatt is apparently going to be the top face, or I don't know, anti-hero since he can't. I don't know how exactly you play him out as a good guy. While uh, Alexa Bliss is turning heel because she was corrupted, I don't know. Uh, a lot of things to watch out for over the next few weeks, though. Uh, I will say, I don't know what is, I don't know what it is exactly that they did, but I am interested and I am intrigued, and I am willing to find uh, to go see how this all turns out. I'm seeing Alexa Bliss, and not just because of her hair, as a sort of Harley Quinn to Bray Wyatt's Joker. Um, there's a level of Stockholm Syndrome involved when you're trying to relate to a villain like The Fiend. Now, it just so happens that they're turning The Fiend face. Um, so how that makes sense going forward with Bliss's story is still a mystery for me. But then it also still kind of makes sense. Like, I can still see where it's going. Uh, way, but I can still see it. Like I can still hold on 
for as far as logic and date. I think uh, they're porting over the the NXT storytelling here in that uh, Bray Wyatt is going to be the top face, yes, but they're going to do it in a way in a stone cold anti hero, much like Finn Balor is right on on NXT. So if that is the case, I am also kind of looking forward as to how they're going to pull it off because uh, that's going to take some really nuanced storytelling here because at this point, you don't have a top baby face who is a straight up face. Like, uh, I also need someone to be in this role because right now there are a lot of heels on SmackDown and no clear uh, top baby face inside. Like, the, the, the highest baby face I can see right now it's Jeff fucking Hardy. Yeah, it's Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle and an absent Daniel Bryan. Those are your top uh, fa- uh, baby faces on SmackDown. And Big E. Otis but then yeah, Otis, Big E. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Chino. Thanks, Ro. That's right, right? So uh, it's kind of weird, medyo messy. Ro's right. Because uh, I remember years ago when we were starting the podcast, we were advocating for characters to be in shades of gray. Because the humans, right? We're not black and white. Eh. There are parts of us that are good. There are parts of us that are bad. But in wrestling, as in any other storytelling medium, I think nakailangan pa rin ng clear-cut hero and clear-cut villain para mas lalong ma-appreciate natin yung mga may shades of gray. Yeah. You need, you need the black and white to, to make gray. You can't have pure gray kasi no one's gonna know what good or bad is without the, without the standards for that. Tsaka kasi kung we're telling a story here, right? So in every story, there's a protagonist and there are forces of antagonism that prevent said protagonist from getting to their goal, right? So if you have a lot of gray parts where everything isn't as defined, then you don't get the arc and people don't really have anything to look forward to. It's basic storytelling. You need you need some sort of conflict in there. Kesha it goes against um, morals or or what you define as good or bad. It, there needs to there needs to be something there for people to uh, grab onto. Yep. Right, right. Okay, um, let's uh, talk about Brock Lesnar now because you know people have been talking about why Roman Reigns is now a Paul Heyman guy, but the original Paul Heyman guy, Brock Lesnar, is uh, apparently no longer with WWE. So the news broke yesterday. Uh, ESPN reported it and I think a bunch of the other wrestling news sites also reported it and I was wondering why Brock was trending on Twitter Um, I wasn't watching Raw live I caught up with Raw late last night so uh, I was expecting Brock to show up and then when I got to the end of Raw wala si Brock and I was like okay so what's going on here malaman laman ko na lang pala na yun nga uh, his his contract had expired they haven't renewed and part of the uh, contract expiring means na wala na yung merchandise ni Brock Lesnar sa WWE shop and that explains why if you go to, to their online store, you're not going to find any Lesnar t-shirts anymore. Yep. Uh, it's apparently not the first time that, you know, WWE and Lesnar were not able to come to a deal. Uh, we've seen that before when, you know, Brock would be away for a, quite a while, then he comes back. Now, I think this has been the longest time because it's been, what, uh, five months now? Like, almost yeah. five months since, uh, since WrestleMania. he last appeared. So... I think uh, he's taking time. Um, according to the rumors I read today and I wrote about today, uh, they're not in any hurry to bring him back. Except for one, there are no big shows on, on the WWE's end that they could produce. And uh, if they bring Brock back now, uh, there would there would 
be um, it would it would kind of be wasting his potential and star power to these uh, small uh, shows with no crowds. So uh, and I think I didn't want to break na magrisk no COVID. So I think it's a good thing because now you get to build up all these uh, younger talent or you know quote quote younger talent. Uh, these not as big names. Fresher. Yeah, fresher talent, sure. Yeah, yeah uh, there are rumors I... going around from. Sorry, sorry, Chino. Okay, sorry. Uh, there are also rumors saying that Brock Lesnar has issues with you know, performing in a smaller venue without um, audience there, with uh, performing in front of of NXT trainees, uh, and I can totally see why he would uh, feel something about that because. He is still a traditional pro wrestler through and through, and he wants to be able to feed off that crowd because that's how he makes his money. Even when he was a an MMA fighter, even when he was an NFL player for that short time, he still needed that crowd feeling to feed off of. And with this strange, strange time we live in, it's kind of understandable on his end why why he's withholding uh, performances from the WWE. Okay. Yeah, um, I was going to say, Kanina, na, there are actually rumors of Brock Lesnar uh, being in negotiations with UFC or with Bellator or these other MMA promotions. There's um, w- w- no uh, clear-cut na path at this point. And I think uh, the fact that we are living in the time of the pandemic makes the picture much, much murkier. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right, um, and he can es- our- essentially. Sorry, Chino. <laughs> sorry, and I just say in closing that he's really at a position now where he can do anything. Like if he doesn't want to work and sign with an MMA company or promotion, we can't really blame him, right? Because it's pandemic time, right? If he goes to AEW, we can't blame him because he's Brock Lesnar. He can do whatever he wants. Now, am I saying he's going to AEW? Of course not. That's ridiculous. But <laughs> the fact that he has that power at this point of his career just goes to show that love him or hate him, he's still a draw. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's right. Um, so that, <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> he's going to kill everybody a dark 10 times over. <laughs> All right. Now that we've uh, wrapped a bow on that uh, that talk point, Chino, let's get to some Kumu shoutouts. Hey! A lot of guys just joining us right now on Kumu, so let's get to them. Hellos going out to Darley, Sevillana, 19Chi, Tropang Obet, Ika, 16, Prince Jarek, sorry, Prince RJC, Jet Gonsu, Mitsuki, Potato Sticks, Danila, uh, Green Archer Boy, 13, hello, Rochelle, 118 Iceman 235 D underscore Explorer Darwin Arceo 20 Vience Pool Kelly Shello Hello to all of you and hello to our new follower Bungal. Hello, thanks for the follow, Bungal. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, thank you to everybody joining us on Kumu, uh, especially to ng halo halo and the lechon, the pulang uh, kabay, and all that. You know that that's what basically keeps us running. Uh, so thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, let's 
get our next point for uh, for this week's episode. Sasha and Bailey no longer your women's tag team champions, so now it's the unlikely duo of Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, this was the result we were expecting coming out of your payback predictions last week, and it happened exactly as we figured. Now, uh, Shayna would be dominant, Nia would be hurting people, and that Bailey and Sasha would lose the, uh, the championships on route to eventual breakup. And we're kind of seeing the seeds being planted already. Na si um, Bailey, she she was the one who tapped out. Si Sasha nagpaparinig on social media na <laughs> I wasn't the one who tapped out. So it, it, it's very straightforward actually. Um, yung weird part lang is uh, Naya and Shayna aren't exactly baby faces either. So I think they're remedying that by having Asuka step in para may three-way feud sila over the Raw Women's title naman. Yeah, I told you. Didn't I tell you that uh, they would play up the tension between Shayna and Naya? And they did that just fine. Um, they hit the right notes leading up to the payback match. So it made sense that uh, they were able to team up and you know get over their dislike for each other and you know a you know bond over their mutual dislike for Sasha and Bailey and win the championships that way because they are much bigger than Sasha and Bailey and uh there is some new feuds over the raw women's championship because it's about time that the two women two woman power trip was you know was broken Chino, any thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, Ro covered it. I, okay, uh, I will say that having Asuka as a part of this tag team picture is, again, under doing a disservice to everybody in the women's division, division especially on the Raw side things. Ang ganda na sana kasi when they were building up Mickey James to be her next challenger and then only to have uh, Lana and Natalia spoil it, like, why not give Mickey James a shot? Right? Will she will she look like a legitimate contender? Probably not. But at least it's somebody new. Somebody that doesn't revolve around the same three or four faces. And really that's all you can ask for in this time. And somebody good as well. Uh, I want to see Mickey James uh, continue to produce on that level. Because they need more people after yeah. the two women power trip. Yeah, and like um, I'm gonna disagree with what Chino said. Na Mickey doesn't look like a contender. I think anyone can look a content uh, can look like a contender, naman, if they're given like one strong episode, diba? Uh, go back to Kofi Kingston from last year. He just needed one gauntlet match run. He didn't even what win, diba? He didn't win that gauntlet match, and yet he came out looking so legit. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Kofi Mania, Kofi for WWE champion." They, they did that for Kofi. They can do that for Mickey or any other female contender. Ang problema lang is yeah, that sorry. um. See, uh, as as Chino did mention, uh, she's kind of stuck in that Lana and Natty angle, and I think that's what's holding her back. A lot of things are holding people back, but I think what Chino meant really was that uh, by serious contender, he meant that predict for Mickey to have a good chance of you know good shoot chance of taking the the championship away from Asuka. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Because. Sorry, I agree. No, I I actually because you can build Mickey James all you want, but with how messy everything is, with the pieces not being as set as they are right now, her having her beat Asuka for the title really doesn't make sense. Like even if Vince were to say, I want it to happen, it doesn't make sense. It's so left field. 
So they need to do a better job at setting the table for these ladies. Because they talent They're just stuck in the same sort of feuds. Speaking yep. of Sayang, uh, we got to transition to the other women's tag team that everyone's talking about. My girls, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, oh. uh, they broke up on Raw, and that was probably the saddest part of my week in wrestling. And I Hurts. say in wrestling because Chadwick Boseman is still the saddest part of the rest of our weeks. Um, but yeah, uh, this breakup doesn't make sense, even though um, I, I looked at the rumor and innuendo, and it says that uh, Peyton Royce is apparently in line for a singles push. And that's also the reason why Billy Kay was fed to Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir on Raw Underground. So I, I think it's a big, big uh, mistake to break up the Iconics. Because they're really tag team. Eh. Sasha and Bailey are really two singles wrestlers who became a tag team. But Billy and Peyton, when, uh, when they broke out and became stars, they did it as a team. They came to the main roster as a team. Uh, they had that WrestleMania moment as a team. So... I, I really don't understand the logic behind this breakup, um, especially because parang sobrang random din ya, even though they did build up to it during the payback kickoff when they had that match against the Riot Squad. I don't think that their blood feud or their feud against the Riot Squad necessitated yung ganung stakes na we're gonna have a match on Raw, the loser has to break up. Parang napakagrabe naman at napakabilis. Uh, this is symptomatic of a bigger problem going on right now in WWE. I don't know if you've noticed uh, elsewhere, but you got a lot of people being broken up, a lot of tag teams being broken up, or at least being teased for some tension right now. So not only do you have the Iconics break, uh, getting broken up, Shepard, you already have the Sasha and Bailey uh, breakup saga about to, about to go on, right? But you also got a lot of different guys on Raw and SmackDown being teased. Uh, the Lucha House Party is going through their own drama right now. Uh, <laughs> Dorado and Kalisto are, you know, are almost about to uh, kick each other's ass. Even Cesaro and Nakamura were teased yeah. to break up. So, so I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I think the the most uh, the most logical theory right now is that. Uh, WWE sees that their singles division don't their singles divisions across Raw and SmackDown are not as deep as they would like, so they're sacrificing the tag divisions to make up for that. Uh, pati ano diba? Pati Andrade and Garza have you know some some seeds of a breakup, so I think they're really sacrificing the tag team divisions just for you know just to feed that uh, just to feed those. Uh, singles divisions, and I don't know where else they're gonna get tag teams for that. If they if if they if they break up every other tag team in their in their rosters. Hey there! I hope you're all doing well today. My name is Kara, and just dropping by to let you know that I too have my own podcast. It's called After Thirty with Kara Erigel. I talk about love fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. So when you're done listening to this episode, go ahead and check out mine. Again, it's After 30 with Gara Erigel, available wherever you get your podcasts. See you there! Yeah, the, uh, I 
it's just confusing to me. I want to wait for everything to settle first before I deliver my verdict. Uh, we have seen seeds before being planted with different tag teams. And for the most part, it's like there's, there's, there's a little rumbling here. But it never really happens. It takes a while before they break up. Now, I'm not saying none of these teams are going to break up. But uh, it's still too early in this process for me to say, ah, we break the Lucha House party. Or we break this Cesaro and, and Nakamura. You know, just from this point, from where we are right now. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's just... I'll just echo what you guys said. Uh, um, it's it's weird because clearly they have a goal, but the way they're going about it is probably not the best way to do that. True. And that's us playing True. armchair booker. Uh, Anything else to add, Ro, before we get to shout-outs again? No, I, I just wanted to say that uh, okay, Sana, if you're going to do uh, a breakup angle. I mean, that, that shit happens all the time. Uh, teams break up, or at least they, te- they tease a breakup. But you can't exactly do it all for these guys at the same time because people will notice. And uh, when you have something that is easily noticed, Shempre, uh, there's it's going to be diminishing returns all around. So at least, you know, make it a little more subtle, WWE. Yeah. All right, let's get to another round of shout-outs. First off, uh, we're saying hi to our good friend of the podcast, Chili Willy. He is Chili Willy! Hope all is well, brother. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Chino, any shout-outs on your end from our listeners on Kumu? Yeah, there are new follower. His name hey. is Ken Squall. Following us on Kumu, thank you so much. Saying thank hello you. to the following people. Daddy Poggy, Sherilyn, Ezra, Baby Fats, 111717, Agneta, Crazy Chan, YF, Manio, right? I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Frank John Galera, Mar- Marvick Australia, Chelpat, Alicias, Kalil Paul, Alicias again. Apparently, Umalis chat is So thank you for that. Guillory, Mr. Stark, and JM. Hello to all of you. Hey, guys. Thank you for watching. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks for the follows, guys. We haven't mentioned Sami Zayn, who surprised us all when he returned on SmackDown this week. And um, I-, I wish Camus were here because... Uh, yeah, I thought it was a surprise to Camus. I thought it was a surprise to Camus. Unfortunately, like he's, not, he's not following in the footsteps of his hero. Uh, uh, but I like this this direction of Sami Zayn's character. Na, uh, he's still intercontinental champion. Kuno, and uh, he's trying to... Um, Reclaim what he had with Cesaro and Nakamura, but they don't really want anything to do with Sammy anymore. Parang wala siyang kaibigan bigla. So it, it, it's a nice little uh, layer that they have added to his character. And he really went all in on the hobo look, probably because of the pandemic. So uh, I, I, I like this this whole package that Sami Zayn's got going on right now. You, you know what he strikes me as? He strikes me as a conspiracy theorist. Like one of those nuts that just rambles on. Because he looks so unkempt and he never shuts up. So he looking this unhinged actually works because it doubles down on how uh, deranged he is almost. Like how irritating he is. They double down on that 
and it provides a great foil for Jeff Hardy, who's for the most part pretty zen, right? He's like pretty relaxed, like he's not the, the hypest person out there, right? So, so the contrasting energies, uh, I feel like makes sense for me. I'll say though that uh, I agree with you know breaking up the not Zayn Nakamura Cesaro trio. Uh, it really wasn't working. Uh, it didn't make all the sense in the world. So okay na ako na the artists in Cesaro and Nakamura get to have their own little team, and Sami Zayn gets to do his own little thing. I think, always thought that Sami operated best alone, and uh, I think he would be able to you know give um, Jeff Hardy a good match. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, a lot of people in the comments are actually excited for Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy. And I think I'm in the minority here. But that's probably because I'm not the biggest Jeff Hardy fan in the world anymore. Yeah. Maybe like 13 years ago, I would have been really crazy for something like this. Pero this version of Jeff Hardy, not exactly my favorite. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, kind of ambivalent, actually. Uh, quick shout out to the halo halo we got from Prince RJC. Thank you so much. RJC, man. what up, man? Thank what up? You. This uh, this right. idea from John Christopher Castillo, Zane Hardy style triple threat makes more sense. Not as an Iron Man match. We don't want any more long ass Iron Man matches, which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, that would be a good match to watch. Uh, imagine the sparks flying from all that. Yeah, that that's actually more fun. Um, I think having AJ in the mix uh, makes it better just because there's less Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? Parang, yeah. It's a triple threat. So at some point, Jeff Hardy will be on the outside taking a break and whatnot. Okay, uh, we might as well talk about that Iron Man match since nasa ano rin siya, uh, it, it, it's on our plate for tonight. NXT Super Tuesday happened a few hours ago. Um, I'm not sure if you guys caught it already. I made sure to catch it in full before we, we recorded yeah, the podcast. And clearly, the highlight of that show is your one-hour four-way Iron Man match. Um, I get tired when it comes to Iron Man matches. So normally with me, I have to watch it in parts. But this was a match that I could actually digest in just one sitting. Which means that I liked it. I enjoyed it. Especially because it's a photo finish. Niya. Like, you know, like most Iron Man matches are. But when it's a photo finish, okay, cool. I certainly thought that it was easier to watch. I agree. I agree with you. Say that. Uh, I think it having uh, commercial breaks really help. Uh, usually, you see a match like this on pay per view, and uh, when you see it on pay per view, Shapiro them breaks, right? The fact that it happened on TV and then uh, make commercial break, and even though you have picture in picture, I was still able to turn my mind off because Shapiro. I really. I don't know about you guys, but I really couldn't focus. On the little picture of the of the match still happening, with all the commercials happening uh, right beside it. So Dude, it I helped. love American commercials. I enjoy yeah, I these commercials. Uh, TV commercials yeah, so much. The, the American commercials are exactly why I can't watch the small picture-in-picture picture, uh, feed. So buten lang na may little breaks Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to follow all the way through. But yeah, uh, I was afraid that nobody would score any pinfall or submission, but. Uh, they would keep it all at zero until the very end. Within that, every guy got that chance to look good by getting at least one pinfall apiece. And then they did that really good photo finish uh, in which Adam Cole was really tight. He got it in at the very last second. Shout out to Drake Wirtz as well for, you know, uh, counting the pinfall right at uh, the last, very last second of the clock. And 
it just made for a good match. Uh, you guys should watch it. It's not the best Iron Man match ever, but it makes for really, really good TV. Yeah, I haven't seen it, obviously, because I like watching my NXT on the network. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they work picture in picture in. Because on the network, you don't really get commercials. You just get the whole thing played out in the span of two hours, right? I don't know if you, you guys... Uh, commentary. Sorry? You want commentary. Yeah, you, you, uh, you just get it played through for the first maybe a few minutes, and then they start speaking through it. Okay. So technically, we have commercials. Like, you get ads for WWE stuff. They still show you because it's their network, right? But right. I haven't encountered the picture-in-picture problem as of late. Now, I will say that in the past, when I did you know, watch uh, NXT through other mediums, yes, it's a little distracting to pay attention to the whole thing. While there's this uh, very high-quality American commercial on that's selling you a cheeseburger or something, right? So, I don't want to focus on cheeseburger, NXT. So, now, it's interesting to see. You say it's an hour. I don't remember seeing anything run for this long, or a single match run for this long on the network. Like, what happened on the Iron Man in recent history? And I only got the network recently so it'll just be it'll be an interesting experience like and it'll be something that i have to observe oh they've really done it nothing before. In final yeah. two. sorry 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 yeah they, they've, they've done it before yeah um even in some place like lucha underground we've seen all night long uh prince puma or ricochet and johnny mundo or john morrison so uh, we, we've seen that in other tv shows but i i guess when when wwe does that I don't remember, Ro, kung kailan nila huling ginawa yung parang... Uh, they did it on 205. Match. They've done it on 205 Live. One episode where it was an entire hour's gauntlet match. I can't remember if they did uh, commercials for that because it was live. And, uh, Shepard, there might not have been time for commercials. But it's happened that uh, the entire show takes up one match. Alright. Uh, okay, your thoughts, guys, on our final two. Because um, after yung events of Super Tuesday... It's going to be Finn Balor versus Adam Cole on next week's NXT Super Tuesday 2 in a one-fall-to-a-finish match or basically a regular singles match for the NXT Championship. Who's going to be the first uh, two-time NXT champion from uh, four cornerstones, as uh, Vic Joseph likes to call them? My money's on Finn. Um, It was clear that Finn was one of their guys when they gave him the first fall, uh, when they almost gave him the championship. I think they just want to make him work harder for it. So uh, I think they're also tired of Bo- of all of the other three guys, Champa, Gargano, and even Cole. So talagang, if they don't go with Finn here, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's not gonna be a good look. Yeah, I'm going with Finn. Um, I don't see Adam Cole setting the pre- precedent for the two-time uh, NXT Championship. Um, also, Stan, you are mistaken when you say he's the first time winner. No, I, I never said he was the first because Samoa Joe and Nakamura have yeah, okay. Okay, so I thought I thought I caught you saying first time. Anyway, no, no, no. I was very maingat with that. Okay. So, yeah. um, I don't, I don't see Adam Cole winning it uh, so early in his uh, in his NXT run. Because he was just champion. Um, yep. The more likely. The more likely candidate for me would be Valor, 
because Balor is the more established name out of the two of them, out of the both of them. Yeah, I'm just glad <laughs> it's not Gargano and Champa. Um, yeah. Just because I'm kind of tired then of seeing another Gargano and Champa um, match, <laughs> which is sad to say, because I love Gargano and Champa, but yeah. sobrang na oversaturate sila. Yeah. No, uh, one other thing to consider is that NXT UK is coming back this month, and if the next NXT UK takeover is still happening, and you still got Finn versus uh, Walter, then that would be you know excellent stakes for that. Yeah, that's a money match, champion versus champion. Kait na hindi siya title match talaga, di ba? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, I kind of, I kind of feel like they won't give it to Finn now. No. No, I think they have one more reason to give it to Finn. Oh, nice. We gotta give it to Finn. Especially if they've got that money matchup waiting in the wings when NXT UK comes back. Chaka, they've been, uh, they've been trying to give Finn stuff. Like they couldn't even give him the North American Championship, so para it would be a good way to make up for all the starts and stops that Finn has experienced since coming back to NXT. Yep. Right. Okay. Uh, quick shout out to Prince RJC. Salamat sa halo halo. Thanks for making it rain on us tonight. To keep Nico Gomez. Gomez. Thank you. Send some love. Halo halo. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, uh, we're going to be previewing All Out, but before we do that, um, let's uh, talk about Mauro Ronaldo and Renee Young no longer being with WWE. So, okay, Renee was actually last week's news. I thought Keith was skirt day, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, Renee Young, um, her last show was SummerSlam officially, but I don't think she appeared on the show. Uh, but she did say her goodbyes, and WWE has been very classy about it. Like, I think of all the departures, yung kay Renee Young yung talagang sinelebrate nila, diba? Renee and Kyrie actually. Um, those were two departures now. The contracts ran out and, and they were so so amicable with the way that they sent those two women off. Um, as for Moro, napaka silent na, you know, they just sent out a tweet and an article saying that they mutually uh, parted ways amicably as well. Um, I'm, I'm kind of sad as a fan of Moro because I, I believe that she's the best announcer that they have from this last decade, basically. Uh, to be fair, so, though, yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead. You're going to finish? Sorry. No, 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 no. You, you can go, you can go. Sorry, no, I think that's because uh, Mauro also surprises them with how he left. Uh, he took time off to go care for his sick mom in Canada. And then all of a sudden, uh, according to the rumors, he realized that he didn't want to work at WWE anymore. And uh, I think not that was not because of any single person or any single uh, incident. But uh, it was just what his heart wanted. So I think the fact that he didn't give the company time as well to uh, to prepare for his leaving also kind of factored into how silent the whole thing, uh, how silent their separation was. Yeah. Um, with regards to Mauro Donalo, I am sad that I'm not going to hear him drop a random rap reference in the middle of his commentary anymore. <laughs> I live for those, um, but I think we, we all get. Do. Yeah, we all do, right? But we get we get the consolation in Wade Barrett, who did a pretty good job in his first That's outing. True. Yeah, but, um, and we also get Nigel McGuinness back. Apparently, That's another thing we should be excited Wait, for. Yeah, yes, Nigel McGuinness. Uh, what culture and cultaholic report? No, 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 I mean like, where is he coming back? NXT. Oh, or okay. NXT? So apparently, he's not alam, but people are saying it's NXT UK. Yeah. Because NXT UK is coming back, 
So there's there's still a lot of hope for the uh, commentary team of the WWE and the NXT side of things. However, on the WWE side of things, you said that uh, Renee Young left uh, Amity split ways with the WWE on the best of terms. However, during a Sports Illustrated interview that she did, uh, apparently Renee Young felt otherwise. Um, she said, she said that when she contracted COVID and announced it on Twitter, WWE actually contacted her and said that they were disappointed that she didn't contact them first before announcing that ah, she had COVID. Okay. Uh, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think sense. I read about this online. Uh, oh, it, it, just, makes sense. No, it makes sense. No, like, what, what the hell, man? Like, it's like a game, No, I mean, like, she, she, if that is true, she should have uh, notified the company first before, uh, you know, making a whole statement about it. But uh, I get why the company is salty about being the last to know about it or not being among the first to know about uh, her health because it is still a matter of your name. Of uh, your other employees' health. Yeah, but at the same time, with all the reports we've received on the WWE side of things, where they try to control the narrative, oh. um, it wouldn't be a surprise if they took it as a bad PR when Renee Young announced uh, that she was sick. Remember, uh, remember, she got COVID. She could have, she could have died, right? Yeah, and I guess. To be fair, then uh, is uh, informing. P, the PR team of the WWE that she was going to announce it, but she didn't really, she didn't really know what the outcome was going to be during the time in her life, right? So she just let the people know what's up with her, and I guess uh, people in the the higher ups took it the wrong way. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Dinaman, because uh, WWE did not also do a good job of you know protecting the employees yes. in the performance center only until relatively recently. So yeah, yes. their fault. Yeah. Yep. And and, and as and well, as I, I just see. But, sorry, I just have to say at the very very last part of things, Renee Young is supremely talented. Renee Paquette. Uh, we can use her shoot name now. I say. <laughs> yeah, we can. She's supremely talented, and wherever wherever she ends up, I'm sure she'll still be able to do what she does on a regular basis. But she was quoted saying that she wanted to be a female Joe Rogan where she can control her content and what she puts out. If that's the case, I'm all for it. I feel like she's very intelligent and she can really, really uh, turn it on when she has to. Yeah, right. that's true. We're down to our last point for tonight uh, before we wrap it up and call it an episode and that is our preview for uh, preview. For All Out 2020, so that is taking place on September 5 in the US, so September 60. Oh, I believe that's Sunday morning, tama ba? Because Saturday normally mga yeah, review. Yes. Yep. Sunday, Sunday morning, yes, yeah. the fifth. So, so yeah, Sunday morning. Okay. So also, eight matches the, that we oh, can run down. Sorry, also Sasabiko down. First day of the boys on Amazon Prime. If you guys are yes. Fine. Yep. Yep. Okay. Coming so, out yeah. September 5th. Okay, I love okay. that. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot to uh, a lot to I, I guess put on our plates. Nipa nakahabo sa Jingu Stadium show, yung uh, the Summer Struggle show ng New Japan. So I have a lot to catch up on. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's preview all out before we we get out of here. Let's start off with a broken rules match between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. So broken rules is basically last man standing. So this is uh, probably going to be ending their their blood feud. 
So I think Sammy Guevara is going to win this. I think that's been the intention naman since Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara were uh, getting in each other's way, dating back to Stadium Stampede back in May. Can you believe that this, this program has, has run this long? And I guess the suspension of Sammy Guevara kind of factored into it. But the fact that they made this program relevant for this long is, is pretty interesting to me. You forgot a stipulation to this match. Uh, apparently, if Matt Hardy loses, he's gonna leave. He has to leave AEW. So I don't what? think. Oh, yeah, I do not think that he is losing. Uh, with this kind of stipulation, I don't think he's losing at all. And that's my oh, pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, that, yeah I, now that you mentioned it, I don't see him losing either. Like, like he's too good a commodity to let go. So. Yeah. So they, they need all the people they can get, especially now that Cody's not doing regular TV. But they need all the help they can get. So Matt Hardy. Right, right. Okay. Next up, you've got um, a, a match that was born out of Brody Lee defeating Cody for the TNT Championship. So it's the Dark Order, represented by Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson, taking on the babyface team of Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. So that is Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Feel ko Dark Order pa rin to. Yeah, Dark Order though for sure. For sure. They need to they need to impose their dominance some more. So, uh, what better way than to beat up four old guys? It's randos actually. <laughs> for but two yeah, old it's guys. A random team. Scorpio Sky is not a not an old guy. Matt Cardona is yeah, not an old guy either. QT is sure. not old, huh? He only looks Oh, wait, old. wait. Okay, so, oh, wait. I thought QT was like in his 40s. He's no, like, he looks He's like 34, 35. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like Arn Anderson who looked 40. Oh, my God. Like he looks 40. like Arn Anderson. Like, he's like, if you're yes. next to each other. Is it Arn Anderson balded early in his oh, life? Oh, my God. This is mind-blowing. Chino, let this sink in. You and QT Marshall are right yeah. around the same age. Yeah, it's like a year older than I am. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought he could be my dad. <laughs> Danes. No. Okay. Next, uh, you've got a tag team match between the winners of these two matches. So, uh, Private Party versus SoCal Uncensored. So, that's the first uh, bracket. And then, yung other bracket, Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks. So, whoever wins those two matches on Dynamite, they're going to go to All Out. And then, the winner of that match will be the number one contenders for the AEW Tag Team Championships. So again, your four teams are Private Party, SCU, Jurassic Express, and the Young Bucks. Uh, given everything that's happened, it's gonna go. I I'm not gonna be surprised if they go with the Young Bucks because uh, you've seen how Kenny Omega is teasing a heel turn, and I think even though it's another elite matchup, uh, they need this for the story. Oh, interesting. I was actually gonna say. Private party, just because they're a pure baby face uh-huh. and young guys, and they have all that potential. And what better way to do a heel turn than to crush that potential? Well, like I, it's still the the tag team division of AEW is still very confusing. So, we'll have no, to wait I don't think see. it's confusing. I, I'm gonna disagree with you there. I think it's very deep, and I think that the tag team division of AEW is actually pretty fleshed out. Like. I'm invested in yung feud ng inner circle versus best friends and there's nothing on the line. Like uh, Santana and Ortiz are just straight up a-holes and bullies to best friends who are, I think... <laughs> Senior and Lele Fortune and Santana. No, sorry, I, I didn't oh, mean... Yeah, no, I, I used the wrong word. Um, it's, it's still pretty unclear. 
hindi naman confusing. Like, there's still... I think unclear siya plenty. in the sense na there are a lot of details that just need to be uh, yes. put Yes, in forward. that sense. Yeah, in that sense. Right, pero yeah. it, it's a matter of storytelling and timing kasi hindi pa, hindi pa tapos yung story eh. Diba? Like with okay. um, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. We've been thinking all this time that Kenny's turning heel. And as of last week's Dynamite, it looks like Hangman's turning heel because he was the one who got in the way of the Young Bucks and prevented them from winning the gauntlet match. Minsan, kailangan lang ng manunulat ng kausap. Minsan, kailangan lang ng mambabasa ng pag-asa. Minsan, kailangan lang ng tagapakinig ng pag-ibig. Ako si Edgar Calabia Samar, may akda ng ilang premyadong nobela at aklat ng tula. At inaanyayahan ko kayong makinig ng aking podcast tungkol sa panitikan at pagsulat at pagmamahal. Ang mga teorya ng pagkahulog. Dito lang sa Podcast Network Asia. Yeah, from where I'm from where I'm watching from, I still can't confidently say that I can go with the Young Bucks. So I'm going with with Private Party. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the World Tag Team Championship picture then. Yeah, you didn't say your pick yet. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, probably Young Bucks for the story because uh, there, there is something uh, something brewing between the Young Bucks and, and Hangman, right? So uh, now um, I want to move to FTR challenging, challenging Hangman and Kenny Omega for the Tag Team Championships. I don't know. Um, part of me feels like it's going to be Young Bucks versus Omega and, and Hangman, but it's also kind of FTR's time. True. Also true. I never actually thought of it until uh, John Christopher Castillo mentioned it in the comments. Uh, if FTR is going to win the championships right now, then my pick for the number one contender tag team match has to change. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that later. Um, I would not be surprised then if FTR won. Uh, they've been trying to build momentum and uh, Kenny Omega needs that push to uh, further drive him into madness as a heel so if it happens it happens if not then it doesn't happen uh what are the chances big chances then uh, i guess of, of ftr winning right all right uh chino's back the refresh lang ng konti. you good chino yeah yeah no i'm gonna side with Ro as well and say ftr they have been very hyped very pushed throughout their early throughout their early AEW career. So I, I I am not only am I rooting for them to win, but I am excited for them to walk away with the tag team straps. All right. Can I change my pick for the uh, for the previous tag team match? If FDR wins the championships, I'll pick Jurassic Express. Just because oh, actually oh, yeah. Actually, they're the perfect foil because about FTR is no flips, just fists, and Jurassic uh, Express they flip all flips. Yeah, <laughs> all flips, no fists. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, you've got the twenty-one man casino battle royal where the winner receives a future world championship match. So so far, from the twenty-one uh, participant field, ang alam lang natin are Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage. Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr. or Penta L0M as he's now being called again. Ray Phoenix, The Butcher, The Blade, and Eddie Kingston. May TBA ba? Kasi doon ako sa TBA. Marami. Marami. Dami. Dami TBA. 
Si Brock Lesnar. <laughs> si Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar for AEW number one contender. Pinitay <laughs> mga TBD nila yung mga random jabronis like from the Dark Order, di ba? Sina 3, 4, and 5. Uh, See, ano, no, I don't think they're gonna waste that spot. No, I don't think they're gonna put, like, siguro unahin pa nila si The Captain Shruggy. <laughs> or sino, sino pa ba yung mga jabronis sa Dark? You know, Except, like, Guys like Sean Spears, uh, Pineapple Pete. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Pineapple Pete. Si Austin Gunn. Austin <laughs> Gunn. Billy, Billy. Oh, Austin Gunn. Oh, si Billy. And Billy, yeah. Keep saying. But while Brock Lesnar is a free agent, I'm going to pick okay. Brock Lesnar. Uh, he must be one of the guys who's already announced. Uh, Not fair. Why? <laughs> why? If we didn't even know Cage was part of it and he won. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, hmm. oh, yeah. Uh, I just said, do not TBD. So do not TBD, whoever it is. <laughs> That's his time. Oh, he walked out. <laughs> he did not agree with the stipulation. And he walked uh, out. Okay, if we're going to have to pick from the people who announced their uh, who announced their entrance into the match, for me, it's either Lance Archer or Brian Cage, really. Yeah. I, I, I would say Archer. Like, he's... Cage is still meandering in the middle. Like, he's still, he's still floating around in the mid-card. But Archer, they've been building up steadily. So I say Archer. Hello? Stan, you here? Stan? Guys, Stan. No, I'm here. Stan here? Stan? Yeah, feeling ko ako rin Vance, uh, Vance Archer today. I, I, think I'm, I think I'm lagging. Yeah, you are. Medyo madala. Okay, so Ro. Uh, should we move on without him? So yeah, okay, you didn't give, you didn't give your pick yet. No, I picked pick, uh, Cage or Archer. That's okay. my pick. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So let's move on without him. He said Lance Archer. So uh, Lance Archer, it is for Stan. Next match is the AEW Women's Championship. Hikarushida versus the debuting Thunder Rosa. Um, it all depends, actually, on how, how much they want to push Thunder Rosa here. So it's entirely possible that they do a title change. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they go with Thunder Rosa because she's been getting so much buzz. So just for the you know for the newbie pop, I'll give it to Thunder Rosa. Really? Okay, interesting. I actually think that the fact that they're doing a title champion versus champion, the title versus title, champion versus champion match uh, for this is enough for a, of a push for Thunder Rosa, and that is why. I'm siding with Karushida because okay. she's still she's still pretty hot. Like as as far as momentum is concerned, um, oh, she's I still see. pretty uh, she's still pretty uh, hot in terms of momentum, and that is why I don't see her dropping to a newcomer just so quickly. Sana, Sana. I mean, Sana. They, I, I, I want I want them to build her up, but yeah, uh, I, I mean that could I, be wrong. Kind of it's, yeah. It is wrestling, right? So, but I, I, I feel like the Karushita is still being, is still being pushed pretty well. That they won't make her drop to somebody who just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, Stan, are you with us? Yeah, I am. I think I'm right. coming clear, better. Yeah, better. better. All right, cool. 
Yeah, uh, I think it's Sikaru Shida paren for this one. Uh, they haven't really built up Thunder Rosa other than the fact that she's a champion in NWA and you know she she is hot from her run in the Indies. But other than that, it's I think it's still Hikaru Shida's um, division and championship to rule over. I think with Hikaru Shida, they're waiting for Doctor Britt Baker to come back. Okay. Because I think she's the only heel uh, who na parang it'll make sense to me if that heel won at this point. Diba? Sure. Nawala si Nyla Rosa picture eh. Nawala uh, si... She's injured. Yeah, so I, I think the only um, sensible pick for someone to unseat Shida is uh, Dr. Baker. It's Brock Lesnar. Right? <laughs> it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's wrap it up with the last two matches. First up, Mimosa Mayhem match. Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> This is this, so silly. This is so silly. Oh my! Like I think no matter who wins, panalo pa rin tayo because we get to see somebody swim in mimosas. I think <laughs> I think this is Jericho's to lose. Um, I don't know if if whether a Orange Cassidy win means that he, they're gonna actually push him and make him be a serious contender for other things. So I really think that it's all just for Jericho to win. To put over, to be put over again. I mean, if AEW AEW is really serious about gi- giving guys like Orange Cassidy, like your Darby Allens, a, a real shot, right? Something that they won't get anywhere else. And I feel like Orange Cassidy might walk away with this one. Um, and it China, makes sense. China. It makes sense because he's a sort of comedy wrestler. And this is a sort of comedy match, right? So, so it makes sense for me to wait for him to win in some in uh, a weird stipulation. Yeah, well, Sana. Yeah, for me, I think the only way to go is really for Orange Cassidy to win. Because Jericho has nothing to gain by winning a silly match like this. He he's already over as the biggest draw and the biggest name in AEW. So. Uh, th- this match is really to establish Orange Cassidy as a as a prime time player. Yep. All right. Finally, uh, AEW World Championship match: John Moxley defends against MJF, and Mox is banned from using the paradigm shift in the match. Okay. Well, obviously Mox. <laughs> Who else, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I think if the stipulation wasn't there. I would say the MJF could possibly win, pero you're stacking the deck heavily against your babyface, and parang hindi pa time eh, hindi pa time for for Mox to lose. Yep, hindi pa nga, and not to MJF. Come on, not yet. But then if M- MJF loses, you kill his momentum, right? No, you don't. Like I don't he's been so. undefeated for so long. Yeah, but eh. MJF is a heel. You build a heel up like this, and you make him so unbearable. Uh, so exasperating to watch and you give him an undefeated streak so that when he finally loses you celebrate like mad and who do you want him to, to lose to by your biggest baby face and that's John Moxley interesting I, don't, I, just, I just don't see him winning it right now not yet yeah it's too early way too early yeah okay because I, I have always seen him as the bright new, the shiny new toy of uh, AEW, that's why they've been pushing him so well. So I wouldn't be surprised if they placed the championship on him. No, I don't think so. 
I, I, I don't think na they would just yet. Uh, just because, you know, um, may, may payoff dapat yung parang reign of terror ni MJF as, as a heel. And I think that payoff is seeing John Moxley put him in his place after MJF went through all the trouble to ban the paradigm shift. You get what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Alright, there you have it. Our predictions for All Out, which is happening this Sunday, Manila time. And if you want to chime in with your uh, predictions, your reactions as well, you can hit us up in the comment section on Kumu or on Facebook. Or you can also hit us up on Twitter. Keep the conversation going at Wrestling2XPod for the show individually at underscore Stan C, at Chino Supersized, and at RoeIsWar. Before we get to our picks of the week, let's do some Kumu shoutouts for the last time. All right. Hey, we got a lot of people letting themselves heard on our Kumu stream. Uh, we got a new follower in Makainday, Sedina. Hello to you, new follower. Glad you're joining us here on Kumu. Saying what's up to Vince Gitab, Gitab, who said, Sana ibalik ang attitude era. That time, we wish non per 20 years na. Move on na tayo, guys. <laughs> you watch it on Twitch. Yeah, you, you, oh, yeah, you can watch it on Twitch or on the network. You know, get yeah, the network. Yeah. Oh, don't. Pwede, pwede. Fix there. See, Jeb E. Regala says, MJF, ha, ha, ha. His heel persona is very interesting, which I agree. He also says, Eric Young, we forgot about this. Eric Young, your new Impact World Champion. Uh matter pa sa atin yun? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Impact got a lot, a lot of guys after yeah. the after the WWE layoff, so good for them. Uh, it definitely means that they have more star power to put the championship on. It was only a matter of time until they gave it back to Eric Young. Um, does it mean that Eric Young is should be their top guy? I don't think so, though. I think uh, he's just a veteran presence. Uh, helping to uh, build up whoever next young guy or other WWE cast off uh, could beat him. So yeah. good, good, good on impact for them because yeah. they got big name to be champ. Yeah, I I agree. I also think Impact knows how to use Eric Young very well. He's shown his range and versatility during his Impact career, from being a jobber to being a former world champion to now again being the world champion. So Eric Young in Impact is actually one of the very good things that I like about the promotion. That said, I do agree that he's there as a sort of, uh, for lack of a better word, placeholder for the next new guy, whoever that may be. Uh, and it's it's a great way to build a new talent up for, from the ground up. Yep. Sabidini Jeb Regala, Eric Young in Impact was much better than in NXT, yes. All right, very agreed. Also saying hi to a lot of our new uh, viewers, Eps Albano, Kuya Ed, Jordan Bao, Lids19, ZO1, Gene Q, Chandler Gata, D-Lai, and Althea0409. Hello to all of you on Kumu. Also, Tanil Dashwood is now in a few in impact but having the guys impact we'll get to that in another impact show but yeah the yeah. fka Eventually. emma yeah fka emma is now with impact congrats all right let's get to our picks of the week and if you're new to the show then this is the part where we identify something from uh the week in wrestling whether it's a match or a segment or an event or a promo that really stood out to you 
And if you can show that to one person who's just too busy with work from home, whatever, uh, to catch up on wrestling, yun na lang yung, yung tingnan nila or panoorin nila. I'm gonna start. And my pick for this week is the word diction, uh, the word jabroni being in the dictionary. Yes. Or at least on dictionary. How are you gonna show that? I'm gonna show that to a person who hasn't watched wrestling. <laughs> uh, I, I want to show that to say that wrestling has an impact on pop culture and language. Can I just segue to a quick story? When I was in grade school, a teacher of mine, English teacher, to, uh, actually played hangman with the class, and that was the word he made his guess. And I was the one who <laughs> That just goes to show that get being a mark gets you good marks, guys. You get good <laughs> grades from wrestling. And then he even had he even asked us what the word meant, and I was the one who explained it to him. And he looked so confused, <laughs> but it didn't matter because I got the word, man. I got the word, jabroni. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to The Rock. Another another entry in the dictionary. They bring SmackDown. Nakapag yeah. in the dictionary because of The Rock. So Although, uh, I will say The Rock admits that jabroni is more the Iron Sheik's word. Yeah, <laughs> he said it on Twitter. He didn't, he didn't popularize it for an entire generation. Though. Well, that's true. Okay. Yeah, like we know it not from the Iron Sheik. We know it from The Rock. And and take note, uh, Ro and I were not Attitude Era kids. We came in ruthless aggression, na. So for us to know it from The Rock really says a lot about the impact of the promos. Niya. So there you have it. Uh, that's my pick. Ro? Oh, hi. Uh, my pick of the week is... Oh, where's Chino? Uh, my pick of the week is the NXT main event, 60 minute iron, 60 minute, 60 minute Iron Man match. Uh, go watch that shit. It's easy to watch. Um, you can shut your brain off during the commercials. Uh, it is really high stakes, high drama, and it beat out pretty much everything that happened um, from Payback, from NJPW, uh, from even Raw. So all that shit. Watch that shit. All right, Chino. All right, my pick of the week is actually just a sentimental pick, and it's from last week's NXT with Rizango walking away with their very first title. Both of them walking away with their very first title. I am a Tyler Breeze fan. I have been ever since Tyler Breeze debuted on NXT. I have a Tyler Breeze shirt. But I do. And I love the fact that Tyler Breeze, after so many years of being a jobber, of being punished, of being sent back to NXT, of being put in a tag team, finally walks away with a, not one title, but two titles because he's your up of the champion. But that's also, <laughs> which is also canon, by the way. It, but they admit it's also canon. So now he's Tyler two belts. And I love it. Yeah, congratulations to Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I think Fandango has been with WWE in some way, shape, or form since 2006. He won one season of Tough and of sorry of NXT. If I'm not mistaken, season three of NXT. Yeah, but that's not a championship. That's not a belt. No, no I mean, I mean, I mean I'm just saying that that's how long he's been around. What about NXT? NXT was just a show or a segment on the WWE, and, and he was already around. About he was he was basically. Uh, you're a little bit past Way Barrett's match. So that's yeah. long now he's been around. And now they both walk away with the title. So congrats to them. Yeah, just a nice feel-good story to cap off uh, this week in wrestling, I guess. So thanks for that, Chino. And thank you to everybody who uh, joined us in the comment section and on Twitter. All the shout-outs, all the halo-halos, and all the, uh, all the stuff you sent our way from Kumu. Appreciate it so much. Again... We invite you to keep the conversation going at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter 
at Roiswar, at China Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. And you can also follow us here on Kumu every Wednesday. And dito kami at 7 p.m. talking about uh, wrestling and, and whatever current events are going on. Or interviewing your favorite wrestling personalities, whether here or abroad. Or interviewing celebrities who just happen to be wrestling fans. Or interviewing you... people who end up on the Thunderdome. Yeah, yes. yeah. True. Yeah, uh-huh. if, if you end up in the Thunderdome, let us know. Uh, we do accept calls on the show. So, yeah, this is all part of this road we're on, and it is, it is the hashtag road to Batista. So, thank you so much to everybody. Uh, thank you so much to our podcast network Asia family who just celebrated their first anniversary on Friday. Congratulations to uh, Boss Ron, to Joseph, Ryan, Nikai, Tiffany, Ellen, Eileen. Okay, si- Chino, sino pa? Yung mga kailangan natin shout out. Val? Uh, shout out Val? The pressure ako. Uh, you know, we are guards. <laughs> we are both. Kailangan natin shout out yun. Hindi, hindi tayo papapusukin. It's uh, <laughs> Migs, the intern. Shout out to him as well. who's helped us record a few episodes. Wow! Yeah, shout out to everybody from uh, yeah. from PNA. Uh, happy first anniversary and congratulations! Uh, Super wrestling, wrestling podcast. So who was that? Ryan from ano from admin ng ano ng Weibo. Yeah, admin ng yeah. Books us up with the free parking. Shout out to him as well, right? Oh, yung yung tao sa Starbucks. Shout out to Vincio Starbucks. Hey, that Starbucks guy asked about PWR. He's a PWR. Yeah, so yeah, shout out to him, man. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're about to celebrate our first year as part of the PNA family as well. So, uh, we've Val, you forgot Val, guys. We no, I said Val. Val. You know, I didn't forget Val. about okay, Val. No, I just saw the guy's thing. I thought you forgot Val. <laughs> no, no, no. Did I did not, not forget Val. No. Uh, so that's uh, I, I just wanted to say that it, it's been a fun ride so far. And the only thing I don't like about this year we've spent on PNA's roster is the fact that half of it has been spent at home. Yeah. So, you know, we're just looking forward to a time when we can go back to Wii Remote and record at our studios and, and uh, you know, get stuff done the right way as yep. it should be. In the meantime, a couple of quick plugs your way. Let's start with Chino. Hey, I'm putting out the episode on uh, one of Stan and I's favorite TV shows, Survivor. Uh, that episode we recorded a few weeks back is actually coming out. And that's with our my new friend and Stan's good friend, Jolly... Escobar, Estares, there we go. Escobar is the name of the action hero. What am I talking about? Johnny Estares and Stancy join me to talk about Survivor. We cover everything about the show. Um, and go listen to it. It'll be up tomorrow on my Spotify. All right, All right. great. Speaking of tomorrow, uh, that's also when I drop my new episode for On Deck. That's my radio podcast. I've got Sam O. She joined me yesterday for a, for a nice interview. And uh, we get to share some fun stories about her time on radio that's uh, again that's tomorrow and then for next week naman uh, I'm gonna be recording tomorrow with Jam Alas our good friend so back to back guests booked for on deck right Ro any plugs on your end yeah yeah, yeah. I just wanna plug Twitch my Twitch account uh, if you guys wanna watch me play video games uh, we're gonna be playing uh, a lot of video games either old stuff that I never got to finish or new stuff that are coming out like uh, Tony Hawk's uh Four Skater 1 and 2 this weekend. Maybe Marvel's Avengers, uh, the new game. Maybe the new Mafia remake coming up this month. 
So all that stuff is live on my Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash shang underscore daddy. S-H-A-N-G underscore D-A-W-T-Y. S-H. Nag-iisip yun gumawa ng Twitch. But I'm still figuring it out figuring out how to stream free cell on my laptop. When I do, I will do it. When I do, I will do it. So stay tuned. All right, that's it for us. Thank you so much uh, to our babyface producer, Nikai Locanias, for keeping it together. Uh, like, pa na na oh, right. studio sa podcast. Salamat COVID. Yun lang, yun lang natin. Uh, keep staying sane, staying safe, and staying healthy in the longest lockdown in the world. Please oh. wash your hands. And we'll catch you next week. We're out of here. Peace out. Bye-bye. Register to vote, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Register to vote. It's Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.